Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift Vieira's Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. You guys, hey, it's me, Ryan Bailey, from the podcast that you're listening to right now. Um, first and foremost, uh, this show's going to be a little different today. It's still going to have laughs. It's still going to do all that stuff. But it's introducing you to a new project that I'm doing, and it really means a lot to me. So I want to uh, force you to listen to it. And I know what you're saying. Ryan, I could just turn this off right now. But then I'm like, you know what? I could guilt you into not turning it off right now, I bet. I could guilt you into saying, hey, you know me, you trust me, let me take you on a new adventure with me. By the way, how are you guys doing? This is a Saturday episode, and we usually don't do Saturday episodes, but why not? Let's get crazy, you know? Uh, but remember, you can listen to any of my episodes at any time. It's not like you have to, you know, if I release a Friday episode, it's only good on that Friday. Um, so today, I've been talking about the show every day. I think the new podcast I'm doing uh, in conjunction with Cloud 10 and iHeart Radio called What the Kids Are Watching with my co-host Natalie Poucher. And it's where we recap one episode of a children's show each week. And I mean, I, I, I've been honest with you guys. At first, when I heard the idea, I was like, ah, I don't know. I don't watch kids shows. <laughs> I don't have kids, but Natalie does have a kid. So then I was like, okay. And then they gave me a list of children's shows and I watched the first one, Bluey, which was our first episode. And I fell in love with Bluey. Like not like, I mean, I would have to get to know Bluey way more to actually fall in love. But you know, I fell in love with the show and I found it charming and it actually made, I was like, man, this would actually be cool to watch with a kid, which I think is kind of funny uh, doing a show and then I can actually determine if I want to have a child one day. Just, just to, you know, it's all dependent on how this show turns out. Hey, if you guys make this show a hit, I will guarantee you I will have a baby. Um, Um, so I, and I thought, okay, this is cool. I have a lot of listeners that are mothers, fathers, um, you know, uh, I, kids raised, they're raising or have raised all of that stuff. And I was like, this is really cool. And there were so many kids shows and each one, like today, you're going to hear the episode for Booba, which is a Russian produced, uh, cartoon but it's digital uh you can find it on netflix and this one like the bluey episode was our first one and i gotta tell you it's one of the first times i ever talked to natalie Poucher. and we just have a really natural chemistry which i think you'll hear grow as you continue listening to the episodes remember like i didn't get good as a podcaster and i even dare to say i might not even be good now but i didn't even get better at podcasting until my first year and so right out of the gate, I think we're we're decent. I think we're we're there. I think we're both, uh, you know, nice people, which always counts. And I love that she's able to tell stories about raising her daughter, who is just cute as a button. Which, by the way, I never thought I would actually say things like cute as a button. But as I say this right now, I realize that's kind of my destiny, is that they say things like cute as a button. Um, so I don't know. I've had the best time. And I got to tell you. Just because I tell you guys everything in my life, I the the people over at Cloud Ten and uh, they are just really truly uh, incredible, and it's nice because it's it's really cool to be a part of a 
So they are a division of iHeartRadio, but it's really cool to be, you know, iHeartRadio is like this big, you know, monolith and powerful and all this stuff. But Cloud10 I love because it's something that's building. It's something that's growing. Sim and Saba and all these people that work there are truly, you know, it's like I feel like it's this, um, you know, I, I read a lot about film and have uh, have read a lot about film as I grew up. And it really reminds me about independent film. And kind of trying to make your way. And podcasting is such a growing industry. And it's so amazing. And it's giving so many people voices that didn't have voices before. Now, I know I'm going on a rant, but that's what this show does. Is I truly am impressed. And we've talked about this on here, too. Like, I'm a white straight dude. And sometimes my story has been told so many times. And so that's why it's good that I can talk about something like pop culture. Or kind of try to... I mean, it's still about my experience, but I'm not... You know, I'm, I'm being able to share a little bit about me. But podcasting truly is innovative in the sense that you do get to hear so many voices. And I believe podcasting is a champion, especially of the female voice, which is that's why it's always so exciting to be able to work with a female or work with females behind the scenes. Um, because as you know, I mean, my whole life is kind of talking about females. And I grew up, I mean, you guys know this, how much I love my mom. And I grew up on a street in Kansas with all girls. And I so I always sometimes think, is that why I'm kind of more geared towards uh, female tastes in a way. I don't know. It's too early to be in therapy with you guys right now, <laughs> but I truly, it is really cool. Like, cause so bad it's good. This show I do pretty much all myself in terms of the content, like Meditza and Sandra will give me ideas. Sandra will book uh, guests for me and reach out to people for me. And Meditza makes amazing graphics and she'll do Patreons with me and all. I mean like, you know, so it's a constant conversation, but at the end of the day, I can, I put this together for better or worse, you know? <laughs> and, um, so it's really cool. Like we have this guy, Brian, that works on it, that like, you know, types us up notes for the shows. And uh, we have Emily, who is a producer on it. And she is just so nice and great and funny. And I, I don't know, it's just really nice. Uh, it reminds me of my days in theater where collaboration was key, you know, is that nothing is created on an island. Um, and it's really nice because it pushes me out of my comfort zone of doing everything myself because, you know, these guys edit it and these guys put the music on it and these guys, but I mean, like really do work that I've, I've all done by myself. So it is so exciting to see that happen. And it's like, I'm, I'm just a part of the team and I love that. I love that aspect. And just, it's so exciting for me in so many ways because, you know, like I've said, like, this is something I'm like, man, I found this so late in my life. Um, my love for this and how many cool people, you guys that I've met, um, because of it. Anywho. Okay. Now to what you're going to hear today, you're going to hear a full episode of what the kids are watching. We've released two episodes so far. Uh, we're going to release one a week, but so two episodes. So that took care of last week and this week. Um, so the next new episode will be next Friday, which I am very, I cannot wait for you guys to hear the Paw Patrol episode we record. And I just died. I died. And then, um, Natalie's mom is our guest, I think in next week's episode. And of course, Becky Bailey will be an episode at some point when she is feeling, uh, up to it, but she, I've already told her about it and she's so excited. You guys, she listened to the preview. She listened to the episode. She, uh, read the press release oh by my, my, my I, I i just gotta t- i tell you guys behind the scenes stuff um and uh I, they had they have a pre- they had a press release for this i'll send it to you if you want it was it was very exciting i've never had a press release with my name in it before i think i mean i've had a couple i guess warrants for my arrest and capture but other than that <laughs> So it was very exciting. I don't know. I geek out about that stuff. And it's like I was the person had on my vision board like to be on Deadline Hollywood Daily, which is like a, you know, uh, kind of a digital news magazine for like movie and TV and industry news. And I'm like, that's my next goal is to be in Deadline Hollywood Daily. Um, and who knows? At this point, I'm like, maybe maybe these things can happen. This has given me this whole process over these past couple of years has given me so much more confidence and hope. And, you know. I'm just so, so, so very excited about everything in the future, but I need your support. That's the whole basic thing. I need your support for this. I think we give you a good product. I think this is enjoyable. I think you're going to get a lot of laughs. I think we both have a lot of heart. 
And especially if you are parents, uh, I think you'll get a special kick out of this because you have had to watch some of these insane shows. I'm new to these children's shows. I watched them as a kid, but of course, you know, as I grew older, I stopped watching. <laughs> what if I was like, and I've watched them the whole way through? No, and I stopped watching them. So to watch them again is really fascinating. And like I said, with Bluey, I loved Booba. You'll hear today. Did not love nearly as much. But what I'm excited for you guys, and like I said earlier, is to watch this grow. Not in terms of success, but just in terms of the relationship between me and Natalie. And making each other laugh and pointing out new things. In fact, I woke up today and I was looking at all these articles about kids' shows. I was trying to find little facts and little things because I was I was reading this one article, you guys, about streaming. How streaming has gone up 43% for children. And you guys know I talk about streaming services all the time on here. And I found that fascinating. So... This is a cool way to actually talk about things uh, that are in the news in terms of entertainment and kids shows, but also to make you laugh, to tell you what lessons these might teach your kids or even you. Uh, So I highly recommend it. So what I need you guys to do is to go subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify or either or and leave a five star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It truly helps our placement on this. Um, Apple, especially, I know that helps when they feature the show, which we would love to get it featured. Um, But, you know, part of anything is, and this is the part I hate, is not campaigning per se, but putting it out there, trying to advertise it. And sometimes I get like a douchebaggy kind of feeling around that because I'm like, I did the work and that enough. But no, you always have to tell people about the work. And um, so that's why I am telling you guys, and I would not do this. I would not put this on my feed if I didn't believe in this. Uh, truly, um, this is something that, because I, I, I really take our bond uh, very seriously so I would never put something out for you guys to have to listen to unless I really did believe in it. So the show is called What the Kids Are Watching with Natalie Poucher and Ryan Bailey, and it is a rewatch podcast for grown-ups about the weird and wild TV shows that children seem to love. We break down, analyze, tease, and try to understand why kids can't get enough of this wacky stuff. Um, this episode, like I said, is Booba, and you're going to take a listen to it right now. And also what you can do is follow us now on the iHeartRadio app. Oh, that's cool. I need to get the (laughs) iHeartRadio. Nice. iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, thank you so much for everybody that has left a review so far and said nice words. Uh, It truly makes me feel like we we are and have built something cool here. And thank you for allowing me this opportunity, you guys, because I'm sure I would not have been offered this um, if I didn't have... Um, a nice little fan base and that's what you guys are so i am so uh excited for you guys to hear the second episode of the show called what the kids are watching if you like it go and listen to the first one and then uh listen to the third one next week okay you guys i hope you're in the midst of having a great weekend i still have to record the beverly hills recap today and do a patreon episode so i got a full day ahead of me but i wanted to get this out to you or i wanted to record (laughs) you won't hear this for two days oh man can somebody just live with me and tell me what to do at what time like but like in my face tell me okay bye guys Hey kids, parents, this is What the Kids Are Watching, a rewatch podcast for grown-ups about the weird and wild TV shows that children seem to love. I'm Natalie Poucher, and I'm a parent. And I'm Ryan Bailey, and I'm probably not a parent. So we've got different perspectives as we break down, praise, and goof on the most notable episodes of the shows your kids are currently obsessing over. Hi, welcome back to What the Kids Are Watching. This is the show that uh, takes you into the absurd world of kids shows as seen through the eyes of adults. Uh, My name is Ryan Bailey. And I'm your friend, Natalie Poucher. And uh, I just want to remind everybody, Natalie has a child and I am childless (laughs) thus far. And and this show is going to determine if I ever have a child because (laughs) these kids shows turned out, these are wild, Natalie. I do not know... I mean, I guess the first question is, how are you surviving? I don't know. So in full transparency, I have watched so much of 
the episode that we're going to talk about today, which is Booba, that I, like I, I don't even know how to speak anymore because he doesn't speak in no, the show. No, he just grunts. It's, he grunts. He gr- <laughs> it's like the weird, it's not something I would imagine. I don't want, if I ever do have a kid, I don't want my kid to hear this old man grunting. Exactly. It, it looks like an old man with a white beard. It's like a very, I hate to be ageist, but it looks like an old Smurf. And, and we'll get into all the details of the show. But yes, how am I surviving? I don't know. I mean, we just went through this whole massive move last week and... I, I saw, I mean, the, oh. you guys got to follow Natalie on Instagram because she really does take you. Your Instagram makes me feel so bad about where I am <laughs> in life because you guys, she like moved into a house and immediately it was like totally designed. It felt like in like two days, I was like, okay, she's painting some walls. And then all of a sudden I <laughs> turn it the next day, everything. And then your daughter, she seems kind of nonplussed. She's like, okay, where's, where I am I staying? You. Where am I staying? Yeah. Like, like what, what is this place? So Piper is just like a... a She's like a a mini adult. I yeah. Mean, yeah, right. But I feel like if, if mini adult, she needs to realize she's getting free room and board. Exactly. Like I, I'm I, like, what are you giving? What are you giving me in return like, for this? Was there ever like, this is amazing, <laughs> mom? Thank you so much for providing this experience for Absolutely me. Absolutely not. I'm still waiting for it. I mean, I don't. I hate. This is probably not. Do you ever think of just like maybe let her find her own way for a weekend? I think and just, so. She'll come. I back, think it's appreciate, time. Yeah. <laughs> just, just open the door <laughs> and then see if she ever comes back like a stray, uh, like a stray cat. No, yeah. So, so we did this massive move. It was so, it was just bonkers last week, but we're good now. And I feel like sometimes whether you're, you know, a a parent or not, sometimes you feel like you just like, you can't handle it all. Yeah. I don't, I, how, how do you? That's how, what I want to know. How do you? Because I feel like you are. I'm only oh. responsible for me, Natalie. Like, I don't have to work. Like I, I'm Weren't used you? to failing. Like, like <laughs> weren't you? Um, like doing something with a cat. You're oh, sitting yeah, a cat. Oh yeah, cat sitting. And one of the cats. Well, you got this. Is me practicing to have a child one day. It's these kids shows and cat sitting. One cat loved me. Was like really there took to two. me. But then the other cat, I was told to leave in the room, just put down gently the water bowl and the food. Like, and I was like, is, am I gonna be a and it's like the beautiful white cat. Yeah. And like I, I like I got scared that the cat is like they made it seem like the cat would escape. Like they <laughs> they like you gotta make sure you hear the door click. And I'm like, is this cat like it tried to escape multiple times? And the other cat was like all about me. And then I tried to win over the other cat. I was like laying on the floor, like, and it just seemed like it was not having me at all. Okay, see, that is parenting. <laughs> it's like that's your that daughter. Is parenting. That's my because daughter. Because you'll have one who is like I we the girls are like cats. They don't, they, they're like, get off of me. Don't, my, Piper's the white cat. Don't touch me. Get off of me. And ah. You don't know if they're going to have a bad day, a good day. And then the other cat, there, there are some kids that are just like, yeah, let's cuddle. Let's But as out. a parent, how does that affect your self-esteem? Because I'm always Awful. searching. Like, I need love. I need um, I need compliments. Mm-hmm. I need all of these things. And if, if your own child is not giving you, like, everybody at home listening, what, I mean, what do you do? I mean, do you then, like, are you constantly like, hey, I got your favorite food? Are you, are you trying then you, for You're trying love to win them all over the time? all day. All day, when every you day. Over, you had her. Like this is there's no one you already should be this should be in the Bible. It's oh, you have no over. idea. I want to like walk by her naked and be like, Do you see what you did to this daddy? Do you <laughs> this is <laughs> your fault? No, and also she's obsessed with her dad, which makes me a little resentful of him. Of course. Because I'm like, you did nothing besides like He's, have a good time. And now she's obsessed with you. And I'm the one with her alt because I'm a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. I mean, I, I did the podcast. Yeah. Which, by the way, I want to remind everybody, uh, Natalie also does the Humble and Hungry podcast for Cloud 10. And I do the So Bad It's Good podcast. Together, we are joining forces to 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 help you guys <laughs> through navigate which children's shows to watch. But you are a stay-at-home mom. That's like full-time job. You That's did true. a full-time house. You built a house within the last week, it felt I know. like. I know. It, it, was, it was, I'm telling you, insane. I was able to get... Pretty much like the common areas done in her room, but everything else though. Don't don't let Instagram fool you. There are boxes everywhere. Show the there, boxes. I need to see the boxes. I, I feel I, I, I my room. I feel like I I moved into this place like <laughs> almost a year ago, and it still there's boxes. Like but, this is ridiculous. Uh, but I also can't live in clutter. That's just my personality. See, I can. <laughs> I, I, you know what? That's where we do. Okay. Differ, right? well, there you go. I need to come over to your house and make <laughs> things pretty. All I want is somebody to tell me what to do. All that's all. I, even if it's a child, if I have the child, I want the child to tell me what to do and boss me around. I know. And like I was going to have um, the home edit come because I'm obsessed with organization. And then I saw the bill and I was like, I'm not. I paying. saw that on your Instagram too. You were like, I'm not, I can do I'm this not myself. trying to knock them. It's just so expensive to get your house in order. Have and you, so I did it myself. <laughs> oh my God. I feel like that's. 
like intervention, like you would watch that uh, old reality show totally. where the places would just be cluttered with like, like knickknacks and all that. I can't imagine. Like, are you I a have, hoarder? No, I'm not. I mean, I'm a hoarder of like old navy clothes. I have like old <laughs> navy collections from like 15 years ago. Yeah. Um, so uh, we got to meet Natalie and I a couple weeks ago when we took photographs for the uh, cover art for yes. this podcast. Uh, how, how, how did I come off, Natalie? How was it? I was very nervous to meet you. I was very nervous to meet you too, Because actually. we hadn't met before. Which is so weird. I know. Most podcasts, usually you have a relationship with the person <laughs> and this, we had like a couple Zoom meetings. It's like housewives when they just throw a bunch of women together and they're like yeah. in front of a camera, like, hey, here you go, create chemistry. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, luckily but it was like super easy. We had chemistry. Yes. What was the kids show we watched on the first episode? We watched Bluey. Bluey. Now, Bluey to me was completely heartwarming, made me completely want to have a child. I was like, if we're watching this kind of stuff, it made me feel like a good person. Yep. Did that you felt the same Absolutely. way, right? Absolutely. I think it's just it's it's a it's a great and it's very short episodes, parents, which is really good. <laughs> well, I gotta tell you, if we're going by short episodes, uh Booba is up your it's four minutes, you guys. Like I that is one thing that I love about children's shows so far is the time. Like I'm used to watching these hour, two hour long reality shows like 90 Day Fiance, four minutes. I was like, I can watch this like four times in a row. <laughs> like I don't want to, but I can. Exactly. So so I would say like Bluey is is definitely one that's like a little more wholesome. It has, you know, a beginning, a middle, and end. It has, you know, some sort of learning, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It taught you to be a better person, <laughs> to share things. Right. And then we have Booba, which is on the complete opposite spectrum, which is why I wanted you to watch it because I feel like I was just curious to get your feedback on this. Booba is felt to me. First off, like I was getting punked. Like, I was like, what am I watching? Like, and then I was like, is this, uh, am I in a fever dream right now? <laughs> because it is just, like I said, it is a gnome like old man that, uh, that he's in this video game, you guys, which we'll get into, but he's just grunting. And, and I didn't really know what the less, there didn't seem to be, a, did I miss the lesson? In no, this? I, there really isn't a lesson. And here's, here's the problem with Booba. So my daughter loves it, but we've already talked about Piper. Piper is just, you know, uh, <laughs> we uh, don't, she doesn't need the free press right <laughs> exactly. now. Exactly. But so, so she maybe is her own, in her own little bubble. So she really loves the show. And we found it back in October. Because there was a Halloween episode. And I was terrified when I saw this because he doesn't speak and all he does is gets into mischievous just yeah. situations. And that made Piper get into mischievous situations. She wanted to like go and and like mess up the pillows and and be crazy and and like do weird things. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, where's the where is like the oh, he realizes that it's not good to do that and he it never happens it never comes see that that would be really because people take i love that kids actually really truly are like sponges where they do absorb yes. this and i gotta say it is more fun to mess up pillows than it is to <laughs> clean up around the pillows totally. you know um just a little backstory on booba you guys this is a russian animation company but it's kind of like sean the sheep or mr bean uh like we talked about earlier it's dialogue free but it's still there's like i said a lot of grunting too much grunting too much grunting from it, it felt like me trying Who's to exercise. Recording you know? that grunt is the question. They were like, ee, uh, uh, ee, ee. it was like that, and I just, <laughs> I don't know if we want. The, I hate to be a fuddy duddy, but like, do we want our kids like hearing like this grunt no, all the time? No, I think it's planting a, this a wrong seed. Anyways, if you do choose to watch this and have watches, you know that it can be easily viewed and uh, because you don't have to, there's no language. There's no specific language you have to uh, speak in. Now, Booba, the main character, um, like they describe like a less verbal minion, I guess, if you will. Um, and um, this, I read this article this week about Booba where they're launching a licensing program, like, because then it's like they need toys they need t-shirts right, and all this right. stuff so this started i guess on youtube and it is insanely popular uh it's in its fourth season and has more than 13 billion youtube views since 2017 um yeah. and they're launching this uh between season four and season five so all your kids will have these little old man dolls in like that grunt. I mean, yeah. I'm like, so if you squeeze its belly, it's just going uh, ee, 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 ee. <laughs> like, Mommy, there's a booba under my bed. Come help. You know, like I do not want and, booba. And, and, and let's just talk about what he what he actually looks like. 
Yeah. He's terrifying to look at. Okay, what does he look like to you? What? Uh, how do you see Booba? Uh, you know what? Now, let me pull up a photo <laughs> of Booba just to just to refresh my, my memory of this guy. <laughs> uh, it truly is. Uh, he's like an albino elf with a beard. And there's like a Yoda quality to it as well. Yes, because he's little. Yeah, he very has, little. He has um, these like pointy little ears, but his feet and his hands are just massive to his body. And he has I, I, just the whole, and he's kind of like furry a little bit. There, look, there's no way I'm buying a little cartoon So the furry animal. community might love Booba. <laughs> um, the, the, well, the other thing. But I, yeah, he's a little sweet. Mischievously well, it's the big sweet. eyes and the smile. At least he has all his teeth, it seems like. But my mom took us to see, I don't know, this is maybe for the parents, uh, E.T., the extraterrestrial movie with yes. Steven Spielberg directed. And everybody was in love with E.T., this alien, you guys, and everybody thought, oh, E.T. My mom saw E.T. for the first time and screamed. She <laughs> thought he was horrifying looking. Like, she was like, this is disgusting. Like, we cannot. And that, to me, like, Booba, like, there's an element of my mom's reaction in me where I was like, what do we wait? When's the main character come on? But he's the main character. This is it. This is him. I mean, maybe you're right. I feel, but but the problem is, is that I don't feel like I fall in love with Booba because he is so mischievous. And I feel like, ugh, like, you're making uh. my kid. <laughs> now we're grunting. <laughs> I, I feel like he, I, she, he's just not really teaching my daughter anything except to be this mischievous little, little kid. I just get scared though. Then season after season is, does he eventually start breaking into cars? Like, like he's destroying a video game in this yes. one where he spills his ice cream at the very end on this video game console. But like, I'm like, where does this go from here? Like, we're never. Booba's. I feel like never going to get a full time job. No, never. Booba's never going to be out in the world supporting himself. How old do we think Booba is? I, I really, I gotta say, I think he's near Social Security age. Uh, I think he's in his sixties. I think you're right. Like a very, I mean, a fresh face. 60. Right. Oh, maybe like a little dementia is going on with oh, Booba. You well, know? Here's the here's the argument though. He we start this episode, you guys, which uh is called, I believe, video game. Yes. And he is licking ice cream, which already kids are like, I love ice cream. Does Piper love ice cream? Kills me because she's watching it at 9 a.m. And then she asks me for ice cream at 9 a.m. And I'm like, I can't, I can't even. If we're to create a list of the things on the plus side that we want from our kids shows, you would say I'd love something that doesn't have food if we're watching earlier in the morning because they're going to ask for food. Yes. But also, I mean, like if you talk about Cocoa Melon, which is one that I'm sure we're going to talk uh, about. Yes. They also have a lot of food, but, but at least they're doing it in a way like where you're learning something. This is just, he's just on the couch licking in his ice yeah. cream cone and, and just <laughs> do having we, a bowl. Do kids ever, do they get to the point where they're like, uh, when do I get control of the food? When I get, when I eat, like when can I choose when I eat and how I eat? Oh, Are I these think. these questions already coming Oh, up? absolutely. Are you kidding me? She'll go to the freezer. She'll just open, grab whatever she wants. I'm like, no, no, no. This is not on your time. This is, <laughs> you, you, have, you have no perception of, of time here. <laughs> um, okay, so our initial reactions are, I think we're, it, found, it sounds like we're both in fear, but you are in fear just because it, it potentially gives a non-lesson and a bad one potentially if that. Yes, Absolutely. Um, and, you, you know, obviously Piper likes this because it is fun. You get a mess up pillows, things like this. She likes the show. And it seems like this is so popular. That's what scares me is that these things are so popular that most kids overwhelmingly probably like this show. And probably because all the all the other shows, they're being good and they're normally – there's a lesson. This one, it's like I think she laughs because she knows he's doing something bad. Yeah. And so she likes – it's almost like the rebellion. Yeah. He's um, a rebellion. Would you think that this would like be like a grandma or a grandpa? But, you know, like, is this, is Booba supposed to be a grandma or a grandpa? Like, that's, I, I really need, because there's a lot of episodes and I didn't, I only got to watch a couple. Like, there's, we never get a Booba backstory, right. do we? Like, we exactly. never fully know. Each episode, though, like I said earlier, is four minutes long, not a big commitment. Um, they show, don't tell us in this show. Um, so it's a lot of just visualization. Like I said, this one is a fever dream about video games. Uh, this one is from 2019. And like I said, it revolves, that's right, around video games. He's chilling in the beginning of this episode. Yep. And it, his apartment does seem like kind of a bro. Like, I feel like Booba should be crushing Red Bulls, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like Maxim Magazine's out or something. <laughs> 
it's so wrong, but it's so true. Yeah, and then and then the uh, the ice cream falls yeah, on, on the video game console. Yes, and then that's when it just goes haywire. So I mean, the plus side there, I'm like, at least we don't know what Booba does, but we know he can afford a video game system, and those things can be pricey. <laughs> totally. I mean, actually, my nephew, uh, shout out to Connor, he. Uh, his parents uh, contacted me because they were like, hey, does anybody in your podcasting audience know how to get a PS5? And I don't even know. Like, I'm not like a typical dude. So I'm like, like I don't know. a gamer. You're not it's a gamer. It's a PlayStation 5, you guys. And I guess it's like the new system. And so I put it on my show. And, and wouldn't you, like somebody was able to hook him up with a PS5. Well, not for what? free. Oh. Has to pay. I was like, but wow, your I listeners are amazing. <laughs> it me like, but it was just, I'm like, like I'm a middleman of this deal between my nephew. My nephew's parents and this podcast listener, and they're like, "This is this You're is on the up and up, dealer. right?" I was like, "I was like, oh, I don't even want to be in the world of video games. Like, this is wild." Um, but I do know it costs a pretty penny, so Booba is doing well for himself. Yep. Um, but he's also if he he's losing control of the ice cream cone so much, I don't think he's like wouldn't be good at video games. If he's I, just naturally spilling things on top of a video game system. Yeah, I don't know. The whole thing was very bizarre to me. But this is every episode. Every episode, he is put in in a in, in just weird situations that you're like, wait a minute, like how this isn't even like who came up with this? But do we have to suspend dis? Like, is that a you need to do with children's shows is, is suspend disbelief. Like you, you've got to accept that none of it, like even in Bluey, you know, it's like, oh, obviously dogs cannot talk yet. Right. I mean, someday, hopefully, but not yet. And like, so you already have to go in going, this potentially it's, won't make any sense in totally. a linear fashion. Absolutely. But how do you explain that to a two and a half year old? <laughs> you, you <laughs> hey, just want you to know what you're watching this is completely fake. ridiculous. Yeah. This is yep. not true at yes. all. Uh, but it's what like, I do ever snarkily comment out loud when you're watching these with your daughter? Oh, all the time. I, my commentary throughout all of this is like, this is ridiculous. This, <laughs> you know, like just yeah, yeah. constant. This, this isn't the real world. Exactly. And then she'll look at me like, shut up, mom. I'm, trying, I'm watching my show. Trying to enjoy this. Yes. Um, so Booba spills this on the video game console and all of a sudden we are magically transported. Booba is in the world of the video game. They don't explain how. Something must have happened with the ice cream. Yep. Like the dairy must have gotten into the into circuits. The circuit. yep. Something. <laughs> and we're at this conveyor belt and it's churning out, you guys, these candy rabbits that looks delicious, even in, in animation. And they need to be covered in chocolate and packaged, which also sounds like the lamest video game I've ever, like, <laughs> you've got to package these chocolates? Not me. That sounds amazing. I'm... I mean, I feel like it's like a sweatshop. Like, what do you, I mean, you're going to like, let's package these socks. And I'm that's a fatty a video at heart game. though. I'm like, I'm down. I'm okay. <laughs> it's like, where's the meat? I'm more of yeah. a salty guy. Like, I don't want the sweets. So true. Um, Booba only uh, briefly uh, seems barely concerned with the predicament he is in and the sudden change in the realm of his existence. Uh, but he is more obsessed with the candy that surrounds him. That actually, I, I can understand that. So he rolls with it. There's no kind yep. of like, where am I? How do I get out? He just gets into the rhythm. He starts eating the heads off the chocolate bunnies that come down the line, which I'm assuming also just makes him a bad employee. And, That's not what you're supposed yeah, to do. Yeah, exactly. And, and immediately fired. And all also, now you can imagine what Piper is thinking. And every child is like, oh my gosh, I can go to any chocolate factory or anywhere and just eat all the chocolate I want. Well, and then wouldn't you know it, you guys, Booba, he messes up the machinery somehow. So we've, he's messed up the video game machinery in the real world. In the video game world, he's messed up this conveyor belt thing and he gets himself covered in candy and chocolate. <laughs> and then I was like, oh my God, is Booba going to eat himself? Like I got nervous for, I was like, this could be You're gory. Like, this is a little bit, oh, oh, you thought it was gory. Oh, I, I thought, could be I thought if it was he rated eats R, himself. I was honest. like, no. this is like, no, I'm I, like, this is... I didn't sign up to watch Booba exactly. eat himself. Exactly, <laughs> gosh. Um, I actually read this article last week. Did you see this at, uh, I think it was like in the Hershey plant, two workers fell into a vat of chocolate. Straight Willy Wonka. 
like fell into a va- how do you f- how does and by the way how does two fall in like i mean like to some are they dream grabbing? to some it i mean I, I don't know that sounds like a nightmare and and the sad thing about the whole thing is that i hate that my first thought was like oh we didn't even get a picture <laughs> we didn't get a picture of these people like you do this big covered in chocolate article i'm in and then i'm like can we get a picture of this imagine but they didn't die no, no, God, yeah. Imagine dying Rest in, peace, in, cho- Randy in, a, and Bobby, in a, yeah. a chocolate, I mean. And how do you uh, go home that day and tell your spouse or your, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, like, hey, bad day at the office. I uh, I fell into the <laughs> tank of chocolate. You know, and like, does that smell stay? Does like Booba smell like chocolate now oh, when he, he goes back into the he real must. world? He must. Although he smells, he, he looks like he smells, like his little fur smells. That's the other thing, you guys. Booba smells. I know it he booba, does. Yes, You're right. Like, you can tell. It looks like he has clean fur in a way, but at the same time, if you it can gets just... It, if he gets wet, he just smells yes. like a wet dog. <laughs> and there's no way with... If he's spilling ice cream on things and stuff like that, there's no way he can properly clean And he's himself. walking barefoot. Who want, Who walks barefoot? This is all bad lessons. It's, it's I hope, really yeah. not good. Okay. Um, so he gets himself covered in candy and chocolate. Uh, but then that's apparently the end of this video game level because now we're moving on to level two. And in this level, Booba faces a giant vat of rainbow-colored ice cream. So we went to chocolate to ice cream, which he's st- like, there's no, it couldn't be like a big vat of broccoli for kids or anything like that. <laughs> it's you. like ice Thank cream. You. And he starts stirring this with a big spoon and eats it and stirs with a big spoon until a robot arm admonishes him against doing that. Um, and I guess sending mixed messages, the robotic system gives him flippers, inviting him to roll around in the ice cream. I mean, talk about diabetes. Like this is this guy. This guy needs oh, to go. Oh my, yeah, my sugar levels are like just wa- rising. Watching this, we give him flippers. Like all of a sudden, it's another ridiculous thing. I mean, this is making no sense. I will say. The swirl animation does look pretty. Like, I mean, if I was to give it one thing, the oh, animation looks... Oh, all of it looks, looks gorgeous. Yeah, like, the, it's not... It's It looks like they really put some time into this, you know? Yes. Like, it's beautiful, the swirls and stuff. And if I were to be... Uh, I don't know if I were to have some kind of substance or something like that. You know, if I were, you never know what kids do, but like, you, you're, I, this would be like, wow. But I don't, you don't want kids doing that. This is like, like LSD, like an LSD trip. Yeah, this is like mushrooms. This yes. is like, I'll, this is, I feel like sometimes that's these kids' shows work on this either for kids or for people experimenting with their consciousness. A thousand percent. <laughs> it really is for uh, two levels. Um, Okay, so he's rolling around in the ice cream with these flippers, having a great jolly time, and apparently that's how you get to level three, because we are now at level three, and Booba is on the factory line again, and these are where cones are being dispensed, and it is filled with soft-serve ice cream and topped with sprinkles. And uh, have you have you ever had a prepackaged soft serve ice cream? Is that <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a in a in a what's it called cone? Um, yeah, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I well, I mean, this really is, and I'm just going by your daughter's reaction. It's like dessert after, and at some point, are these kids getting full of like, hey, it's enough. I've had enough sweets no, watching this. Absolutely, you know? I'm telling you. And then it's just constantly, like, mommy, mommy, ice cream, mommy, ice cream, and I'm like, I have to turn this off. Yeah. Like, this is doing all of us really a really big disservice. How early will you give your daughter ice cream? Oh, I've, I've done early. <laughs> I've I mean, done, but no, yeah. you know what What's I do? What's the earliest? My like 6.30? Hack, like no. wake up ice cream? My uh, hack is um, I put orange juice in like little popsicle makers oh, and I stick it in the freezer. That's so smart. And then she's like, I want a popsicle. I go, okay, I'll totally give you a popsicle. And then they give it to her and it's just orange juice. You know what you need? Water popsicles. Just put water in the shape of a popsicle. <laughs> Get water popsicles. Yeah. Maybe some food coloring or something. Yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, this is the third level. Prepackaged ice cream, soft serve. And Booba, being industrious, he gets the big idea to lay under the dispensers and let the ice cream fill his mouth and stomach. This guy's a glutton. This is just gluttony at yep. its finest. And wouldn't you know it, and maybe this is the lesson, he gets a little ill from yep. the ice cream. Yeah, but then it's almost like, I mean, will kids comprehend that he ate too much ice cream and that's why he's getting sick? Or now it's like, oh, wait a minute. Or do the parents like, have to lactose? jump in at this time and go, is hey. Is he lactose? <laughs> it's like the fourth level, just booba in a bathroom, <laughs> just struggling. Like, uh, uh, uh. It's like Dumb and Dumber. There's like shit everywhere, <laughs> all over the walls. I mean, that's also probably yeah, visually. By, by the way, 
I would be like, at least we we show what this stuff does. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And Booba could be like, oh, it's not like in my twenties. <laughs> uh, you know, my digestion is. And he finally talks. And then he like probiotics and stuff like exactly. that. We get into those kind of lessons. So he gets a little oil from the ice cream, and uh, so then it's a happy ending. The stomach ache, you guys, just hold on to your hats. This is going to blow you away. It's not real <laughs> because Booba wakes up on his couch. And it it all was just a, a dream or something like that. It was that. all a dream. But see, to me, that's another thing that doesn't make sense because he did spill on – like, so we're – the reality of this is he spills the ice cream on the video game console and he went into the video game. But he did spill the video game console, so in reality, he just immediately spilled and then passed out. Yeah, exactly. He like just like just freaked out when he did that. <laughs> he must have um, what what is it like when you just fall asleep like on on demand? Oh, narcolepsy. Yes, that. Yeah, or he had a stroke. <laughs> like that's or like maybe like he had a stroke. you know like, that could be a possibility. I mean, is anybody gonna? This guy lives alone too. Right, that's dangerous. There's no roommate. That's dangerous. I'm I'm completely worried about Booba and I. <laughs> In terms of parenting, do you guys come together to decide how you want to raise your daughter? Yes. And how have you been had like major disagreements well, for this, about that? For this situation, Riley will not let Piper watch Booba anymore. Really? Yes. Because of the candy? Because of because he feels like she's gaining nothing out of it. That it is just like it there's there's literally nothing that she learns from this show. But she loves it. Besides just like being a bad kid. What it, so what is like what are some shows that do teach her things or like what what are the shows that she's like let's let's get her to keep watching this um she you know what it is right now she loves movies she and just, what what's her big like she like i mean she loves or? the frozen the encanto the luca uh so she, right now she's like uh, huge on that but other shows i mean like the coco i'm telling you, the coco melons are huge okay this is i read this article i wanted to share with you is about coco melon and it's really kind of, I think, the future of kid shows in general is this was uh, from a Time Magazine article. It says how Coco Melon became a children's entertainment juggernaut. Mm -hmm. And what they were saying is that, you know, so this is huge. But what they'll do is they'll put uh, an episode of Coco Melon up and they'll test, uh, like have test audience with kids. Mm -hmm. And anytime they'll have like three boxes beneath the episode of Coco Melon. Yeah. And like the three boxes, like somebody's like cutting a cucumber, like Kendall Jenner, or somebody's doing this, or somebody's <laughs> doing that. And anytime the kid will look down to look at one of those three boxes instead of Coco Melon, they know that they need to change whatever's on the screen at that point. Wow. They, they know, and that's like they are test, like they are getting so good at these shows that they can determine what is going to keep your child's attention like that. Is Coco Melon the new AI? That's what I'm. Oh my gosh, did you guys hear about this? This is another exciting thing. Well, it's no, it's scary as heck. There's a Google engineer, you guys, um, that they were working on an AI program. And he, you know, part of his job was to have conversations, hours and hours of conversations with this program. And the program. What, what do you mean by conversations with the program? Like, hey, what's going like coding? on? Like, how or are like, you? Or, or no, literally like, speaking. How, like speaking. Like, okay. And it would be like, how are you feeling? Like he would ask the this, program the, and the program, the program got to the point where it was like, I'm scared that people are going to shut me off. <gasps> and it was saying like, and it, I was like, oh, great. We did it. We did it. We officially, we got to a point where we created something that event, this is like Terminator all over again. It is. Yes. We're going to, it's eventually going to take over everything. Elon Musk was on Joe Rogan's podcast talking about this and saying, hey, he's like, I went to the White House to have this conversation because I'm telling them that. This is going to be a huge security breach. I mean, there's going to be massive issues when AI literally overturns. But like I love humans. that this robot's insecure. It's like me. It's like an insecure <laughs> robot. Like I'm totally. scared people don't like me. Like I'm like I love me. that the robot. I'm like, bro, you great. You know everything. Like he has access to everything. And he goes, I know I I officially can't have emotions, but I do feel sad. And I'm like, no, he did not say I that. Look, the artist. This just came out this past week. And it that does it sound me. like Siri? Does like does it sound like no? I mean, or they didn't put a voice a to it. It was range. like they were showing. I think it was like typed out. Oh, could you imagine if the voice like hey like, like what, what, what is hey, 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 <laughs> grunting thing underneath? <laughs> um, but it really scared me because then I was reading this article about and I was like the the technology is so 
amazing. We can't even comprehend. It's not like when I was a kid watching G.I. Joe's and Smurfs and like Super Friends and stuff like that. They, they're, they're showing where they know your daughter, if she turns away, that's, that's they, a no-no. We need yeah, you they to, lost her. We need you sucked into that thing. Wow. Yeah. That is scary. Yeah. Like beyond belief. Well, that's like, it's like I can't imagine what you parents at home have to deal with in terms of not only the content, but social media of all of these different second screen technology. Now, podcasts, you guys are safe. You guys are doing the right thing by listening to podcasts. Do not turn this off. Just keep playing this. It's totally safe for you and your family. But for everything else, I mean, how many screens, like how many did you have? Uh, I think, did you have a TV in your bedroom growing up? No, I didn't. Um, but I had a computer once I was in, well, I think I was like middle school when I got a computer and I was on Roller Coaster Tycoon all day. What is Roller Coaster Tycoon? You don't know what Roller Coaster Tycoon is? No, I'm is. sorry. It's I'm, a computer program. <laughs> well, I and you build out. and you build theme parks <laughs> and you build roller coasters. Wait, I, I, Natalie, are you admitting you're a nerd? Like, is that what, like, are you, you were building this roller coasters? This is before coasters? the TikTok days. Um, I had a lot of free time. I would, yeah, no, I <laughs> would build uh, roller coasters and theme parks while I was on the phone on three-way with all of my friends. I mean, that's Do you have like, these saved somewhere? Are you going to pass these on to your daughter one day? Like, I built this all for you. This all could be yours yeah. one day, you know? It's like an NFT now. <laughs> yeah. Or a crypto, which, by the way, that's all taken. Never, never. Never teach your daughter the word crypto, please. Oh. All and all you parents out there. I mean, I hate to say this because I know it's like I the hot scammed. new thing. Wait, what? You are into <laughs> no, <laughs> you're into crypto. No, do you remember on Instagram and it was like, hey, I made ten thousand oh, dollars. I yeah. fell for it. You know why? Because my friend got hacked, and then he was messaging me on in, on like via DM, and he's like, you have to do it. It's just easy money. Just invest. My friend will make you you know money back. What she's referring to, there's this popular Instagram scam right now where, like, if your account gets taken over in your stories, all of a sudden it'll be like, oh, my gosh, I just made $10,000 today. It was yes. so, easy. so easy. And, you know, I've seen now a bunch of friends do that. And I got to say, the first one I was like, oh, it's a me make a mental note to, like, check in on this person. <laughs> Not because I was like, I would like to make 10000 And then I saw it on another person's account. And I was like, like oh. why is everybody posting this same thing? And then I read that it was a scam. Right. Wait, did you – did you give oh, money? I gave money. No. Oh, <laughs> you, this is a podcast, so you can't see me putting my jacket over my head. And Whoa. how am I raising? I shouldn't be allowed to raise another human. I'm your podcast when, partner. You got to be better than like. What this even, was, screw your family. It's me. This, I'm in this. This. Was, this was so. This was like right when it happened, and I felt like such an idiot. But I went through the whole process. I had to call my bank to get it approved. <gasps> I mean, I literally. <laughs> Wait, was it's your so bank, was your bank even like, uh, Natalie? We want you have a daughter. We no. want you to really think about this. This is uh, it's a volatile market. She was like, "Did you find this on um, like social media sites?" I go, "No, I literally <laughs> I gave full no, authority." No, who do you think I am? No, I gave full authority. And then, sure enough, like five minutes later, the the person ghosted me, and I was like, "This was a fucking scam," and I like and you lost. never and you truly lost that I, money. I lost money. How long ago was this? This was like Please say last week. No, Please say last week. No, no this was like um, maybe like a year, not even a year ago. As soon as it all started happening. Your daughter's like, come on, mom. She was so like, disappointed. <laughs> first off, I need a popsicle. Second off, I can't believe that you did this. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's, that's like something wild. Booba would do. I feel like Booba's a scammer, you know? <laughs> Booba, by the way, maybe halfway through this Booba. cartoon, Booba gets a uh, uh, drop <laughs> that Natalie's put money into his account. Exactly. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> um, that is wild. Oh, so stupid. I Guys, love, but see, don't fall but for see, that. But see, that's where, like, Natalie, as a parent, I mean, like, you are looking for constant ways to thrive, to, like, make Make money to be too good for your kids <laughs> so you. they can watch these kids shows and you really and here i am just falling for scams just trying to survive and make it but if it's too good to be true it is you guys this is this is your uh wake-up call <laughs> there is those things where i always want to believe or even when i was like looking for an apartment or something you're always like wow like this place looks like it's like two stories for a thousand a month like <laughs> yes. you're like uh, you know, and you know, you yeah. know it's not true, but your heart wants to believe it's so bad because yes. you would just need the savings so much. Um, okay, so you guys don't 
want to let her watch Booba anymore. And in terms of raising your child, what do parents go through in terms of those conversations? Do you guys sit down every month? Is there a progress report <laughs> for parents and for children? I do send you them go a calendar everything? invite. So oh, you do every- you? No, like, no, no. Could be. No, you know what it is? I think, it, especially for first-time parents like us, you you sort of go with the motion. You go with the flow. Every day it's going to be something new. And you sort of look at each other like, this isn't right. Like, this isn't the way that we want to raise her, right? And then you, and you, you sort of have like this. this is, we've ruined this yeah, one. Yeah, we're good on this one. Right? So it's sort of like sidebar conversations. And and honestly, I mean, like, you never know. Like, are you going to be the hard parent, like the hard ass? Yeah, who's bad, the, good cop, bad good cop. Good cop, bad cop. He's good cop. I'm bad cop. But because he's never home. So when he is home, he's like, I feel bad. I want. I don't want to have to yell at her every five minutes when I only have her for 10. So I have to – I normally just get into that zone of, like, having to really reprimand her. I mean, he will if he has but to. But is there like, I mean, I feel like there should be like, you know, every other month you have to reprimand her. Like, even if it's just 10 minutes. Oh, for full, sure. You know, like. No, I, I put him in the hot seat. I'm like, when she does something, I'm like, daddy. <laughs> like, I'm like, I can't do this alone. <laughs> like, that's like my, you got to step in. <laughs> you got to parent. But we do, like, there are certain things that, you know, when he says, like, when, when I was raised, my grandmother always told me, like, may I please. So may I please have something. May I please. And it was, and if you didn't say may I please in the proper order like in that way you didn't get it and 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 so he's like that's why i want to raise her it's may i please so everything now is may i please have this now it's may i please have ice cream <laughs> it's a, it sounds shakespearean it is like i would love to hear a may i please oh yeah and, and when they and when they're little like that they're like may i please have i'm like oh you're so cute yes you can <laughs> uh, yeah we were never we always had to say our please and thank yous yep. that was and then i remember never the word shut shut up uh-huh. Never. Like yep. that was a bad word. Yep. We do not tell people to shut up. And the other word, we were never supposed to say hate. Good. We don't hate. Yes. Is there a lesson that you've seen her learn in real time where you're like, ah, parenting's working. I'm, I, oh, I, I there, really killed it at parenting Oh, there's today. so many. And there's like gross ones like using the potty right now where she just like wants to like touch her butt like with her own that hand. Never like away, hand. <laughs> that never goes away, folks. That never goes away. It's truly, I did it this morning. It was awesome. <laughs> There's just like, you know, like little things like where you teach them like how to wipe properly or how to do things. And then they do and you're like, oh, I'm just, I'm killing it. I have the best wiper. That is like, that is <laughs> hands down. This is going on our LinkedIn one day. Yeah, exactly. Um, that is, that's the thing that would scare me though, is that you would want to impart so much knowledge so quickly. How do you space things out? Because if they learn one thing, are you like, well, let's learn a hundred more things today? Like I would be almost <laughs> get obsessive about it. Uh, no, you really don't. Cause they're like baby steps. It's all right. Baby steps. And honestly, it can be anything. It can be walking up the stairs that they're learning something on how to, how to hold the railing or how to, I mean, it's like they are constantly learning. What's the biggest fallacy so far of parenthood? Something that you thought would be true that didn't turn out to be true at all. Oh, just how much they're going to love you all the time. And then they don't. And you're like, you little <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know how many times I would call her like a little shit. Like, I mean, it's like all day. I'm like, you're such a bitch. Like, you are so mean. I do like the aspect of kids bullying their parents. Yes, all the time. Because I thought, oh, you know, you're, you're going to have a kid and, and you're just going to get this like unconditional love. And it's the total opposite. I have to say, I have fantasized about having kids before, and in my head, it is that kind of like, you know, you know, like they're like, you know, you picture it like the commercials where you're always like the kids are like hugging you and telling you you're amazing, and then you're you're marrying your daughter off, walking down the aisle, and you're having the teary Steve Martin father of the bride moment. Like I've I've fully daydreamed, but the reality of that is, I sometimes will think think like, well, they could they might hate me and think I'm a loser. Like, and what if I am a loser and they recognize that I'm a loser, (laughs) and then I feel double of a loser because. I know my own child that my DNA realizes I'm a loser. Yes, exactly. And like, I think I was saying it before. I'm like, she pulls Lisa Rinna's on me all the time. Like, Ooh, you're angry. <laughs> she, and she'll do that to me all the time. Like, you're angry. And, and it doesn't phase her. Cause now she's like, Ooh, like I know like you are. Yeah. Do kids keep things in their back pocket at a young age to no, like but they'll bust tell out you everything? Like they have, they have like diary of the mouth, right? Like they don't know like when not to say things like they just say things as they feel it in the moment so if i'm like piper rose and she goes oh you're 
angry I'm like oh <laughs> you and then like you don't want to laugh but yeah, you're like yeah. yeah i am angry <laughs> yeah, like you're so it's just i mean it is a roller coaster but you're, I mean, you're an day, uncle i'm an uncle but i'm an uncle that like i live in a different state like i i'm like i'm the, are I'm you there, the fun c- uncle i am see that's the it's easy to be the fun uncle yeah. like throw a little cash around Ooh. i went to uh this is embarrassing i went to an olivia rodrigo show a couple weeks ago um, I was the cool uncle and I was like, Hey, let me get you a t-shirt from here. Aww. And it was fun. So we get, we get in line for the t-shirts and she, I sent her a picture. She's like 11 years old. She's like, I, you know, want that one. And her mom's in on this text and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, great. And I get the t-shirt, go back to this, uh, the seat and I look at it and it's a picture of Olivia Rodrigo. And, but then the, the phrasing says, where's my effing teenage daydream? And I'm oh. like, oh, great. I've got a t-shirt with the F word on it for my, and they're, they're religious. They're, I'm like, oh, there's no way. Like I already see my, my but brother But she was on the text group. Uh, did she, did but she you at least see heart the it? Print. Did she like, oh. No, like I, she's like, I want that one. Like, I don't think they scrolled, like zoomed in, which you can do on iPhone. So I kind of blame them. And I had waited in a line of all 13 year old girls for like 30 minutes to get these shirts. So I was like, great. Now I'm, uh, now I have a small where's my effing teenage daydream that I can't fit in. <laughs> I'm just like, what do I do? And they're like, hey, exchange it for this one. And I'm like, well, I would like to enjoy the concert. And I'm like, so that I had uh, at the end, they were able to exchange it for a normal non-cursing Olivia Rodrigo shirt. Okay. So there's a happy ending to that story. Yeah. There's a happy ending for her. For yeah. me, it was miserable. Like, you that's, had to uh, wait in a long line yeah. with a bunch of young girls that were buying. It is funny the- though. Like as the uncle or if any of you guys are listening that do have nephews and nieces or just children that you hang out with, you do look for the easiest road to impress them. And it usually unfortunately is objects, toys, food, um, things like that, that their parents will not yeah. let them have. Like, But I will say, I mean, don't you remember growing up with like aunts and uncles and people who were not your parents? I feel like it was more about just being away from your parents, like the experience of just yeah. being able to have someone else other than the the, the mom and dad oh, idea. I remember uh, my family's from Ohio uh, originally, and I remember going back for an Ohio State football game when I was like, 11 or 12 years old and my cousin Richie who was like 9 or 10 years older than me took me in his car and we he was listening to Ohio State marching band music and I gotta tell you I never felt cooler I was like right? yeah well this is what adults listen to <laughs> exactly. marching band music and I was like yeah like I'm like wow just two dudes out on the town <laughs> and I was like dun, 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 dun. and I was like this is cool and I was like dad can I get a cassette tape of this marching band music and he was like Ohio State sure and I didn't I realize but I just uh, felt, felt so dangerous felt so free right. you know exactly and I feel like some Sometimes we think it's the merch and the and the toys and the, sometimes it's just about hanging out with them and and making them feel like it's okay like you're I don't know. It's- well, and the other thing too though, you got to be careful at who you of course let your kids around. But it was I remember the first babysitter that let me watch like an R-rated movie and it was mm. like this movie called Witchboard, which is like a scary movie. Yes. And it like I, I was too scared. I was too scared. Like it ruined like the I think the next year of my life. How old were you? I was like. 32, 33. <laughs> no, I was, no, I was like, I think probably like 11 or 10. Like it was like, it was just, if you. Like you're go, like the first time watching a scare. I yes. think we all remember. First time, like, or like the Nightmare on Elm Street. I remember that like really like messed me up. I was like, whoa. Cause then that does find your way in your dreams. Yes. And that's why I'm like with Booba, how does this not find their way back in their dreams where this old weird man is just grunting and spilling things like I, how is this considered cute or maybe the threshold for fear is going to just go up a little bit you know <laughs> so, what i mean so you feel like they're tra- this is training kids yes. to really put up with insanity piper loves goosebumps what is goosebumps is a scary thing yes, right remember back in the day and we watched but it is that live action or is it is it it's cartoon m- it, no it's live yeah it's like it's, it's like real kids and then all of a sudden whatever like the scary part is it's like this terrible animation like back in the day they did not have the technology yeah, yeah, yeah. now so now it was like a massive lizard that was like you could tell it was like put into the episode yeah. and it's awkward <laughs> Um, but you know, but she loves that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, but do kids, uh, in your opinion, have they noticed the change in technology when they go back? When like this is so beautiful, Booba, in terms of the actual animation and stuff. When they see something that fake, are they like, "This is ridiculous"? I don't like, know. Two and a half, are they like, well, "This is no CGI is bad"? I you think know? no. I think she she sees it 
like how we saw Disneyland, like um, it's a small world. Do you remember when you were like a kid and you went into like theme parks and you're like, wow, this is amazing. And then as an adult, you're like, what? Like I can see like the tracks and I can see like all the machinery. That, see, that's the beauty, I think, of being a child and probably why kids shows are so popular because the imagination is off the charts. Like yes. I'm trying to make sense of these things and they don't make sense, nor probably should they. I would love a lesson, but they don't have to have one. But that's the thing. With a kid, you can go, like I remember having like two pieces of wood and a hammer and I thought I could build the Millennium Falcon oh from God, Star Wars. Totally. I was like- <laughs> Uh, this is like my imagination was off the charts. And I think that as you get older, it just gets beaten down and beaten down and beaten down. And then you wind up buying crypto for some person on Instagram, you know? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> it's, 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 uh, yeah. I love that. I mean, I think I think at the end of the day, what 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 we should try to instill in our in our children is to keep the imagination going. Cause I think that that is the most pure thing that they have. It's it's just like get off the phones, go outside, go play. Go build, and and I feel like that's what's lacking in today's society with kids. I mean, the go play thing. I remember. I even that seemed to be. Uh, that's not specific to this time though, because I remember the go play from my parents when I was you know growing up in the '90s and stuff like that. I remember yeah. the go play, go play. Yeah. And I was like, what? I, I like <laughs> I I have all these books. Like I was a book nerd, and like yeah. not even a computer nerd, a book nerd. Yeah. And that was so much more attractive to me than going out and socializing right. with real kids. Well, I guess I just mean like getting off the technology piece, but because I because well, I mean that yeah, I had nothing. Yeah, it's it's so absurd now that like have you guys even talked about or what is the standard age where kids should be on social media, where kids have their own like all these. I read all these sixth graders are having phones now, like cell phones. I know, and and well, I you know what I did have a cell phone when I was like in seventh grade, only because my parents were divorced, so I needed to get in contact with one of my other their parents but I didn't we didn't have social media back then I feel like it would have destroyed my childhood I mean I'm already a sensitive insecure individual as it is I can't even imagine being in seventh grade and and seeing all these girls and all these things and 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 what you should look like and how you should be dressing and how I I mean I would I would have been oh I think about how many bad poems I wrote about (laughs) girls like two, like in my own little notebook, I would have thrown would have those things viral. up on Facebook immediately, <laughs> and they would haunt my living existence to this day. Yes. And I sometimes am so thankful that none of that is there. Me too. Like I don't even have. It's nice when you're like, I don't even have pictures of those memories. <laughs> like I don't even have. Like now, every day you have your phone. Like everything is documented. Uh-huh. You probably have a picture of every day of Piper's life so far, right? Oh, a hundred percent. And I know, and we have nothing of ours. We have and no like pictures said, of ourselves. Thankfully, yeah. thankfully. <laughs> um, that's what I wonder too. Is like, as a parent, like, like scheduling wise, like, do you guys ever sit down and go, let's look at all the pictures of Piper from this past year? Like, when do we look at the things in our phone that we've like screenshotted, take pictures of, all of this stuff? Oh, I. You know how Apple does this thing, like where it'll it'll be like memories. Oh yeah, yeah. And honestly, I'm actually kind of thankful for it because then it brings up like a year ago. Here are your memories. I'm like, oh, look how little she was. It just sort of pops up. I don't know. Yeah, no. The Apple thing is wild. You got you guys know is that they'll create those little scrapbooks in their yes. photo and they'll put music to it and stuff. And I'm like, what is going? What did you guys do overnight? You're also going through AI. all my photos. Yes, yeah, really, truly. Um, is there things age range? Is uh, your child wanted to watch something that were like we're saving this for age five. We're saving this. Do parents have those conversations yet in regards to these shows? I'm sure a lot of parents do. And I feel like we we, we dabbled in this conversation last time, which I couldn't sleep because I felt like, oh my God, is everyone going to think I'm a terrible mom for allowing her to watch everything? We let her watch anything. Like, I mean, I'm letting her watch Goosebumps. Because I don't, I just feel like, you know, I, I don't really care. I feel like, unless she says, I don't want to watch this, she'll tell me like, this is too scary. I don't want to watch it. I'm like, okay, well, you, that was for you to decide. <laughs> but, I mean, like, is she watching Seinfeld and stuff Star like that? Wars. Like, what is she, I mean, like. No, but like Star Wars, like anything on Disney, really. Yeah. Um, And then on Netflix, it's like Netflix Kids. Well, in terms of that's the, as we start winding down here, is, is uh, in terms of streaming services, like, like th- this is on Netflix uh, but it's also on Amazon Prime and, yes. it, you know, also on YouTube, which mm-hmm. I am now, I'm so late to the game in technology of all sorts. Like, I didn't realize how much people get from YouTube, how much people, like, full shows, full albums, all that stuff is just right there on YouTube. Um, which can be scary. Very scary. So you have to get YouTube kids. That's because this is what I want to know. Like, in terms of streaming services, what 
can parents trust? I, I like YouTube kids because because what happens with YouTube is all of a sudden you'll be watching a video and then it's like, well, if you like this, maybe you'll like this. And then they have a bunch of different options of, you know, different shows and, and categories. And so when you're on regular YouTube, all of a sudden you're go, you're going from like a cartoon to like something that's disturbing or, you know, to adult um, for your kids to watch. So YouTube kids, you know that you're pretty much safe there. And I think you can actually go in like the settings and, and change what the, like what you want your kid to watch. Um, and then on Netflix, if you go and create like a, your, their own like profile for kids, like Netflix kids, it's just kid shows. And so that's why I say like I let her watch whatever is on those kid profiles, yeah. if you will. So today, Booba, you guys, is this a show worth watching? Is it annoying? And you like, do we hate it? Uh, is it one you don't have mind having on or one in which you will use uh, as a babysitter, while you clean up toys or take a six-minute couch nap, is it worth to continue watching? Is it worth discussing more episodes on a future podcast installment? What do you think? I'm just going to go ahead and say, <laughs> <laughs> if you can block Booba from all your devices, just go ahead and do I'm it. I'm all right with, like, casting Booba out. <laughs> like, I mean, like, no offense to, but, like, it looks cool. Congratulations to the animators and the digital people. Yes. I'm good with never because it feels like there's tons of kids shows. Am I wrong? Like we, no, we're no, not no. dealing with just five kids shows. There's millions. Absolutely. And I think this one you can go ahead and just uh, skip and just take off that list. But does it make you want children is the question. No. In fact, it makes me desperately not want to have kids. You know, like I'm like, I'm good. Like I don't want to because I don't even want to. I think I would almost be disappointed if my child liked Booba. Yeah. I'd be like. Like wow. I didn't, I didn't raise, wow. okay. I didn't raise you to like Booba. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, and I was wondering if I watched this with a child and they, their joy would have made me love it more. <laughs> right. And I don't think so. I think I would be, I would hold it against that child. And I, I like, you like this? Like for real? Yeah. Cause I thought Bluey was so cool and beautiful and it like hit all my buttons. Um, and I still thought it was childlike. Dogs don't talk. I thought it was, had plenty of childlike things. Exactly. Um, so Booba's a no for you. Yeah, totally no. Okay. Um, would, they had a rating. Would it would it stand under a conveyor belt and fill myself with booba episodes if that were a possibility, or would you rather break my PlayStation with melted ice cream? Oh, I will. I will break all PlayStations. Yeah, break PlayStation. Yes. I mean, all of it. I this is just it's just not good for me. No, absolutely. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of What the Kids Are Watching. Follow us on Instagram at What the Kids Are Watching and subscribe on the iHeart app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And hey, what are your kids watching? Send us a DM on Instagram or leave us a voicemail at 540-642-0035 with your stories and opinions. We might just share it on the show. We'll see you next week. Batches.